Welcome to Digging Into a Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Tiller Coaching. All right, it's day 67, so good to be with you. We've got Paul in Jerusalem, um, and he's he's in trouble. No big surprise. He um, he had everything prophesied that he was going to be in trouble in Jerusalem. Um, he went with full knowledge that this was not going to go well, um, but he, he did it anyways, and now he has spent the last two days giving a defense in front of the tribune. He's going to have another day of defense in front of the council. Um, yeah. That's a good backdrop. Let's go ahead and dig in. This is Acts chapter 23, starting at verse 1. And looking intently at the council, Paul said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law, and yet contrary to the law you order me to be struck? Those who stood by said, Would you revile God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, for it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Now when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. It is with respect to the hope and the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial. And when he said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say there is no resurrection, no angel, nor spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledge them all. Then a great clamor arose, and some of the scribes of the Pharisees' party, uh, the Pharisees party stood up and contended sharply, We find nothing wrong with this man. What if a spirit or an angel spoke to him? And, <laughs> and when the dissension became violent, the tribune, afraid that Paul would be torn into pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him away from among them by force and bring them Bring him into the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. Okay, so what a shrewd move by, by Paul um, to notice that the crowd has, has this division. Um, they're pretty united in his hatred for him, and um, he just totally wins over the Pharisees, which is like, brilliant it's so good um maybe jesus should have tried that just kidding jesus was perfect um yeah so paul's defense has moved from the tribune to the council and you know that was an upgrade so this is a a more serious kind of thing um and so he's giving this defense and then there's this high priest ananias who's not acting very priestly Um, And for the record, this is the third Ananias that we've seen in the book of Acts. The first one was uh, the one that lied uh, or misled about the the value of the property that he sold to give give money back to the way, uh, to take care of people's needs. Um, He died, and that wasn't great. (laughs) The other one was uh, this Ananias who um, laid hands on Paul shortly after his conversion on the road to Damascus. So this is a third Ananias. This is the high priest. And, um, you know, his interaction with the high priest has got this um, tension. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, 
it's pretty direct. It's pretty, uh, it's just, it's a really intera interesting interaction. And it's really fascinating how Paul's able to change the narrative really fast between, you know, him and this salty interaction um, to the crowd and, um, you know, getting the crowd to be divided. But the thing I want to like really focus on is, is what happened here at the end. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, take courage for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify also in Rome. And so I love that, um, you know, God celebrates him for courageously testifying about God. This is a big deal to be able to do this in Jerusalem. Um, you know, he's been able to do this kind of all over like Asia Minor and in all of his his travels. But, um, you know, he kind of saved the best for last, which was Jerusalem. And even beyond that, this foreshadowing that Paul's going to Rome, it's a big deal in Jerusalem, but an even bigger deal in Rome to testify. And I guess it just has me thinking of like, you know, when was the last time that I've testified about the Lord? Like, is, is that something I'm doing frequently? And if, if I'm doing well with it, I better believe that that stage is only going to grow. Um, Paul has, has proven himself in these smaller towns. And now, you know, the action is here. Jerusalem's a big deal. But now he's going to the biggest stage of them all, Rome. Um, and that's where we'll leave it. We will continue on um, with Acts chapter 23. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow.